0: Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babble.com slash BlueWire. That's 60% off at babble.com slash BlueWire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L.com slash BlueWire. Rules and restrictions apply.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, BronxPinstripes.com proudly brings to you the most exciting Yankees podcast in the world. George's box. All the dramatic things I've ever seen. It's George's box. Goodness gracious. Goodness gracious. Welcome back to George's box. I'm JJ. I'm Nick. I guess we're Yankee fans. <sighs> Barely. Um, I mean, it is. It is. Here's the thing. I'm thankful for August because August softened this blow. If we had just kept going and rattled off, you know, at one point it was 117 wins. If we had 111 like the Dodgers, this would be a shocking blow. Yeah, that's something. (laughs) I guess it's a less shocking blow if this happened.
2: It is – it reminds me a lot of, of 2012 where they like scraped by the Orioles in the DS, like barely beat a team. They should have smoked and then got swept. They got swept by the Tigers that year in embarrassing fashion, and then this year we got swept by the Astros. But yeah, I, I guess it would be worse to be the Dodgers. But but still, to start out – to start out 50 and 20 or whatever it was and and the way it did, it's it's still tough even with that August.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean it's, it's less than ideal. Um, it – yeah, I mean it just sucked. Like the whole thing just sucked so bad because like I like it just it wasn't fun. Like I will say Saturday, you tell me I'm going to I don't care where this what the series is, one one, two oh, oh two, whatever. You tell me I'm getting Garrett Cole on a Saturday, five o'clock Seventy degrees. This is going to be a great day. Yeah, brutal. I was in the bathroom. I missed. The, I missed the action. I missed the fly ball.
2: Oh man! And at that point, I see everybody says, "Oh, they knew it was over when the fly ball dropped." I wouldn't go that far, but you knew when the next guy porched to three hundred. I missed the home run. I, yeah, that, I wasn't there. It, it
1: was over. It landed in the first row. and, yeah. and you, just, you just knew it was done. Like yeah, I've seen it, but it was just like yeah, the momentum like just never came back. And I'm seeing
2: some stuff like, oh, the crowd wasn't that into it. We had nothing to cheer about. Like we were loud in the beginning, like when Cole was getting strikeouts in the first inning, like I was banging on the seats and stuff.
1: But like one hit through eight innings, I can't cheer. First of all, suck my dick, the fans were like, what are we talking about? The fans yeah. Like <laughs> guess what we the fans, yes, home field advantage, the fans cheering. Da, da, da. We owe the players zeto settle because we pay a billion dollars to get in the game a billion dollars per beer we pay 50 bucks to park sometimes they play a game after we pay (laughs) it sometimes they don't but to like you can't blame the fans it's not the fans it's not ikf it's not just aaron judge it is And a combination of so many things, which is, as I've been calling it for years, organizational chaos. You're 100% right, and and nowhere was that more evident than
2: the fact that we had, what, four different starting shortstops in this ALCS. They had a different lineup. They had zero plan. The Astros had a plan, man. They came in with a game plan, and a while back, they said, we're going to play our young shortstop, Jeremy Pena. I don't know when they started starting him, April or May. They played him. He had his reps in, and he was ready to rock for the playoffs. The Yankees tried to stick with IKF. Then they call up Peraza. Then they try Oswaldo Cabrera. Then they put IKF back. They had no plan at shortstop, and it showed. they got exposed, man. Yeah. I mean,
1: this was. It's as if the whole plan centered around Ben and Tendi and DJ coming back and it just didn't happen. Like it just it felt and I'm just saying them because they weren't there and it's like as if there was no backup plan. Well, I think I think the primary
2: plan was just to have a you know Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton bomb their way to all the runs, and they combined for zero home runs in in four games. You're not going to win that way. As great as a regular season as Judge had, it was an awful postseason. It was it this was a Rod in 2007 for Judge. Amazing regular season. We have to re-sign him. Playoff starts and he and he packs it in like that. That's
1: what it was. I yeah, I mean it's one of nothing. the all-time playoff like disappearing acts nothing nothing not a thing
2: made it made that nice diving catch i guess in game one and he yeah. had a meaning, meaningless home run in the in the uh, Indian series in the guardian series in game five it was terrible i think i think all of his hits were singles the two hits that he had in the houston series man you got to hit bombs even if nobody's on base you got to hit bombs and 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 to me watching bryce harper and manny machado Two guys and wh- whichever side you're on, I was a Machado guy. Other guys were Harper guys. R- regardless of your opinion, we should have signed one of them. I don't care which one to watch them go bombs away and the other NLCS like it just summed it up and Cashman had n-
1: zero interest in either of them. The whole thing's a fucking joke. If we don't have one of them, though, we also don't have if we have one of them, we probably don't have Cole. Yeah, but they need an offense, man. Yeah, like yeah, they yeah. didn't lose because of pitching.
2: The i, side, I, don't how, I mean, the other side; it,
1: it does it creates a um, you know, butterfly effect. But yeah, I mean, it just the team. You know, we're relying on aging guys like Donaldson. I mean, Rizzo's no spring chicken, and he, you know, he battled injuries at the end. DJ's getting up there. We've seen his injuries problems this year. Um. And I think part of it, I think judge wore down like it's a hundred percent. He played so many games playing for a contract. So many of them in center field. He had all the media attention, especially at the end. But, you know,
2: he had a week off before that. They had a buy. I just I don't want to hear excuse. Man, Jeter played a hundred. Yeah, 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 an
1: excuse means like, oh, well, you know what happened? I mean, that's a thing that like you note about him. Hits a lot of home runs. Disappears in the playoffs. It's yeah, Rod. No, yeah, same thing. Same thing with Alex. And the and the
2: thing with Judge is when he came up, I don't know. In 2017, his first postseason, he was great. He homered in the wild card game. He hit. A, he was good against the Astros in the 17 CS, and I think in 18 in the DS, he was pretty good too. And and 19, 20, 21, and 22 absolute non-factor absolutely you want to be the guy you want to be the alpha dog the captain the the face everything that everybody likes to call him you got to show up in the in the postseason man this is the yankees stanton has done it stanton has had some good postseasons he didn't this time judge it's just it's so disappointing like we're not counting on ikf and fucking josh donaldson to bring us home we're counting on
1: judge yes and so because i had i tweeted today that ikf had more hits than aaron judge just in the series. Again. And so it was like, well, judge drove more runs across. Like, I would hope so. And he also didn't <laughs> because he drove none across. No, he, um, was, he was awful. Yeah. I mean, so if you look at judge, right, he went two for four in the 2017 wild card game. Right. So, With a bomb, right? Uh, I think he yes, homered that game. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Then in the next series against Cleveland, he sucked. He hit one double. He went one for twenty. The next series, he hit two fifty, but he had three home runs in that seven game series against. Just pretty. I'll take that three bombs in seven good. games. Yeah, and yeah. he had had a big season. It was. It was a rookie it was too. His rookie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is all the potential in the world, mm-hmm. right? He then comes back and he goes, you know, two for three in a wild card game and homers against. Yeah.
2: The athletics, um, yeah. The
1: athletics. Hits two home runs in a, a four-game series against Boston and hits 375. That we was, yes, that, that was
2: his best playoff series, Yep.
1: Yep, we lose that series, but it's still, it's all upside, you know? Yes, yes. Yeah, we're still hyped because that's Boston. That's the biggest stage. Yeah. Um. Goes three for nine the next year against Minnesota. Goes... 6 for 25 Yeah, that Houston. killed us. That killed us. Yeah. Yep. Then against uh Cleveland 2020 go in the wild card round, 1 for 9. Uh, against Tampa, sucked. 3 for 21. <sighs> oh, for 4 against Boston uh last yep. year in the wild card game. 4 for 20 against Cleveland and now 1 for 16 against
2: One hit, one hit in four. No, it's terrible. It's not, not good enough. I mean, this is why they haven't. It's why they didn't beat Houston. But I did. To me, like Judge let us down, and I, I I know we're gonna get back to him with the contract. But to me, the left side of the infield was was the downfall of this team, kind of from the beginning. IKF and Donaldson. When when you think about the options that were out there for Brian Cashman to, to come away with those two, and especially what you're paying Donaldson. From what you got on offense, Donaldson was good on defense. But from when you got on offense and defense from IKF and from what you got on off, Josh Donaldson slumped the entire
1: year like that. The left side of the infield killed them. So IKF, I will still defend. Is he the greatest infielder? No. For how little he makes and you've got to fill holes in the field. Not everybody can make when you've got. 30 plus million dollars to close the game over two innings. And neither one of those guys are available. You end up with a $5 million shortstop and you get a $5 million shortstop. Who's actually a third baseman who won a gold glove at third. Base.
2: Do you agree? It was a bad trade because they came together. Like it was a bad trade. Object- yes.
1: Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. If you're going to move Gary and cut Geo, him, just cut Gary non tender him. Yeah. Or try to, that was always the option, but once we tendered him the contract, like I thought we weren't going to tender a contract. I thought that two years in a row. Um, so like I think IKF is getting so much hate because everybody wants to fucking nut hug Judge and Brian Cashman winning all the World Series when the people who were fucking praising him didn't have a hair on their nuts. Right. Like, right. 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 You know? Right. Right. It's a right. bunch of fucking people who are 27 years old, who are just like, Brian cash has got the most World Series of any G- active GM. Like, what the fuck are we talking about here? This guy is building a shitty organization. He has done a job that is so impossibly bad. 22 years, one World Series win, Top three payroll every year in 21 of the, of 23 of those year of 22 of those years, one year, somehow we came in like seventh. like, yeah, they met like 2015 or 16. Like
2: yeah. 15, yeah. yeah. They just packed it in. Yeah.
1: Um, And that was all because it was going to rebuild to like what we got of these young guys that have not panned out. And it, like at the end of the day, it's Brian Cashman because you've got this money coming off the books this year. You've got a big decision on judge and then you've got like 90 million coming off next year. So if you get rid of Cashman, if you were to give him another three years, the next person is fucked with every contract that he just signed. Like, th- there's a time when, like, the next man deserves to, like, set his own table. Yes,
2: the next man deserves to decide whether to give Judge 300 million until he's 40 years old. Absolutely. And and to me, Judge has taken them as far As he's going to, you know, they're getting further away from the Astros. They're not getting closer. Like that's that's the thing. We've had six years to try and chase them or catch them or narrow the gap. And the gap is widening objectively.
1: Yeah. So, like, listen, Brian, uh, Aaron Judge, very bad in the playoffs, has been bad for a few years. I know he's going to have some monster series at some point. Everyone's going to be like, fucking, don't you feel stupid? And it's like, no, I won't feel stupid because I'm pissed right now because we didn't win the World Series again. When he played hit he 62 home runs, I don't give a fuck about. He could hit 37 if we ended up in the same place. Does not matter to me. Um, He is a, a, an amazing baseball player. I can't say that. Wrong. Aaron Judge is an amazing baseball player. And if I could buy ages 31, 32, 33, and 34, and only those in a fucking second. Give them 35, 38 million. I don't care. But they're treating it. Aaron Judge is the Milwaukee Brewers, and the Yankees are coming to town. And if you want to get a suite for those three games that they're in town, guess what? You got to buy the four-game series against the Marlins. What a great analogy. And that's yeah. what it is. And I understand that, and some people are gonna do that. I don't think that should be us because we obviously have judge who's making like twenty million dollars this year. He's coming off the books. You can either add another fifteen and then and that's not even talking about repercussions down the line, right? And so we're just let's say we're taking Chapman is gone. Judges staying right, same amount of money committed. You've got the Britain base to deal with. You've got to figure out. Um, Rizzo's going to opt out, yeah. And everybody's like, Oh, we, we have to like, he hit 220. I, I like Rizzo, like, he's yeah, good, but he's great defensively. He hit 32 home runs while dealing with some injuries. I think there's a way to like repackage it to a two year, like the same thing again. Like they, they've done with players in the past, of just adding on option years um, and maybe figure something like that out. But like starting at scratch, if, if we've got to figure out first base, Donaldson, everyone is like, just trade Donaldson.
2: Where? They're not going to eat they- the money. I know, I know they're not going to yeah. eat the money, but that's that's Cashman's fault for taking on it's, taking yep. on that money. Uh, that was it. That was I. I really can't underscore how bad, how awful that trade was when when you consider the other options out there. And I know you always say, oh, you can't have a three hundred million dollar guy at every position. Trevor Story signed for like $120 hundred and twenty million with the Red Sox. Marcus Simeon was like yeah. I don't know one seventy. There were there were other options out there. You can move guys around. I mean, when you think about what was out there, again, Correa signed that. One, two, three year deal with the options. There were so many options for stake, and Cashman went to Taco Bell
1: for the left side of the infield. I just can't get over it. Well, so at the same time, Trevor Story played 94 games this year. They didn't want to get in a long term deal at shortstop when we've got all these middle infielders that are, you know, and they they should have played Peraza. They had a major league. They were winning. They were in first place. They were winning in first place, but you knew, you
2: knew it wasn't going to cut it, man. Look what the Astros did with Pena. They put him in in May. He was comfortable. He's hitting but bombs. But IKF in
1: the is not. Peraza doesn't change that. We're not sitting here talking about how we're one win away if Peraza was a shortstop. Since I, so
2: I would, I might push back a little bit. I think if you had slotted him in there in, in in July and August and given him a real burn, played him every five or six days a week and given him a real shot. I don't
1: know. I don't know what would have happened, but I, but That's I know what, that I can Wasn't the answer two, two more, maybe three more in a great, perfect world, three more hits in that series. Maybe, but it does
2: underscore that the Astros had a plan and we didn't. Dude, they were playing Cabrera. It's yeah, what, they had, had no a, plan. We had no. They had a short. plan for forever. Yeah, because it's a better run organization, even with the cheating. No, I agree with that. But but again, the left side of the and Donaldson just killed them offensively. He was taking Todd Frazier swings. He he did not have one good stretch. The ball the was the in the glove
1: half the time before yeah. he started swinging. He <laughs> cannot catch up with it. Yeah, that's going to be an issue. Like and I, he does not strike me as a guy that we're going to hear put a lot of work in this offseason. No, like he was giggling and out. smiling after he popped up, and when they asked
2: him, he said he thought he was having a good seer. I'm paraphrasing, but he said something. Oh, I'm not struggling. I, I got a hit tonight. Or like The guy is clueless. Like, it, And it was supposed to be, oh, he's a dickhead, but he's going to elevate everybody, and he's good. No, he's just a dickhead, and he sucks, is the reality.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's played some good defense. I had he hit in, like, early May. I really like know something along those lines but i think that now like next year is the time to find out what we have with cabrera like who's who i think part of that is i think i don't know who is going to take him on in any way or who wants to eat salary um but if I'm Brian Cashman, I'm giving Donaldson's agent permission to, like, go try to find a deal. Of course. Like your guy's coming in as a $26 million backup next year.
2: No, I know, but I feel like Hal Steinbrenner would rather chew on glass than eat than eat money. They never eat money. A-Rod a- 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 is the only one I can really think of. Yeah, that never eat money.
1: Well, no, I'm not saying cut him, but you put him on the bench. You got to win games. Yeah, no, I agree. If, if they show
2: up to opening day on March 30th or whatever, and it's IKF, it's short and Donaldson at third, it's just going to be extremely disheartening. Like you're, you're kind of handicapping yourself off the jump. Peraza needs to be at shortstop on opening day. He needs to. And then Volpe's, I know they're going to manipulate his service time because they're a bunch of jerk offs. Volpe's got to be up May 1st, April 30th, whatever that date is, play
1: second, play third, whatever. So I, I think a, a move, that makes sense in the offseason since we've we've made our way around the field there is you got to trade Glaber. Oh 100% 100% I had that on my list. Glaber to me is the guy of good
2: but not great. Good but not good enough. He is not yep. good enough. He's slow, he he has no approach to the plate. he's hacking. Not not a great fielder. He I think he hit 250
1: 20 he's he's just the epitome of like slightly above average. He uh, listen, I think he would thrive socially. And, like, he'd be playing so much better than they're used to anyway in, like, Miami. Definitely. He strikes me like he is a Marlin through and through. Low pressure. Yeah.
2: Low go pressure there, guy.
1: Yeah. Go out there. Reinvent yourself there. And let's be honest,
2: he really, I think, inflated the exp- Like he was a classic juice ball guy. Like he took advantage of the juice ball. He had a lot of fly balls in the year that the ball was flying, and we all thought he was going to be the star. And he's just not like it's that commercial. You're not that guy. He's just not that guy,
1: man. He's not. And listen, he's he's not a bad baseball player. But when you when you also look at the um, like listen, Donaldson has no value, right? Right. We, let, we just let Anduhar go because we ruined him having any value. Yeah, and Clint. <laughs> we couldn't trade Clint because we waited until he had no value. Glaber has some value. We have – one, we already have DJ LeMahieu for another bunch of years. Mm-hmm. And we've got middle infielders fucking crawling out of our asses in the minor leagues. So you trade the guy who's got some value.
2: And he's got two years of control
1: guys. Somebody, somebody will take him. No, for sure. I think someone would be happy to take him. Now we could, we could actually get back. Like we could try to get back a pitcher if we can pair him with like something else, or he could be someone who gets paired with like a Donaldson. Yes. To offset the money.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's sad to think of Glaber as a salary, as a key to a salary dump from where he, where he was when he, I mean, I remember I was at his first game when he got called up and it was, it was electric. They're like, it's Glaber day. He's going to be the next Yankee star. They gave him 25, which was a huge deal. I yeah. think, uh, to share and Giambi yep. both were like that was a big deal. Um, but no, it's been, been really disappointing. But yeah, I mean, Volpe, Volpe and Peraza have to play next. They just have to play next year. There's no other way around it. Hicks, I think if you can't find anybody for him, like, you just got to cut him and just. That's a salary you could eat. Yeah. Although, this is what scares me. Brian Cashman is so stubborn.
1: Can't you just see him. Well, hopefully he's not in the picture to make the decision.
2: Hopefully not. But assuming he is, can't you just see him being like, oh, you know, Hicks, he had some injuries, but we know he can be the guy from 2018 and his his plate recognition and still can be a good defender. Like, I I can see it. If Judge leaves, then. I think Hicks stays. Can you imagine an outfield of Hicks, Bader, and uh, Cabrera? Oh my god, that would be depressing. <laughs> I really like Bader. I I do too, but it it would still be depressing. That is one good thing is we did we found a center fielder for at least yeah. a year, and we haven't had one
1: since. Fuck, I don't know. Granderson. <laughs> yeah, he's under contract for another year. Um, and it's not like he's just he's. You know, making five and a half million dollars a year. It's not like, you know, arbitration or whatever. Like we've got him under contract. I think we can get him a I think we can get him an extension, not this offseason, but I think he wants to stay. I think if you know we make him a, a fair offer, because he's not gonna be a guy who's commanding twenty no. million dollars a year. No.
2: I mean Cashman loves giving, you know, seven year contracts that nobody else wants to give to center fielder. So maybe you will extend it
1: like the Hicks contract would be perfect for Bitter right now.
2: Yes. No, you're, you're absolutely right. Uh, you're, you're absolutely right there. And, uh, to me that the, I think the sad thing about this is like, we've gone on this arc, right. And like 2017, it's like, Oh, we're definitely going to win one. At some Ooh, point, yeah. And then in 18, it's like, oh, maybe not this year, but we'll sign Machado or Harper. And then 19, you really thought it. They won 103 games and they didn't. And then we signed Cole, and we kept getting these little boosts. To oh me- yeah. Then
1: it was like, oh, well, it was COVID, so now it's the, the first year. Oh yeah. well, You know what? Like Judge showed he could do last year. He's going to prove it in his contract, and all the fans can be there. You know. Hmm. yeah we keep making up excuses and now
2: but to me now it's just like this group is not good enough to win like i I know that sounds a little bit maybe i'm being over the top and emotional but i just look at a core that's not good enough
1: so like i have you know obviously i have no relationships to keep or like anything and i'm not real media i'm a dude on a podcast (laughs) but like real media is now talking about like cashman has to go which has not happened before I just don't, I don't believe it, man. I don't, I believe,
2: first of all, I think he might secretly have a stake in the team. I think he has ownership level power there. I think Hal's scared of him. He's been there since 1986. He's He's been there since Hal was, what, 10, 15 years old? So I have, I do have
1: another theory that Hal Steinbrenner is not of sound mind and body. And Brian Cashman has set up like a North Korean type like fantasy land where it only plays like the TV only plays highlights of Cashman's good (laughs) stuff. Are you you actually serious? No. Uh, It's like no explanation for the fucking billionaire being so dumb as fuck. But to me, like
2: Cashman is giving Hal everything that he wants. Hal wants – like you tweeted the attendance today. They got high attendance and they got five home playoff games and five home playoff games worth of beer and snacks and parking. Six games Six. worth of parking. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like to me, I think Hal's satisfied. Like they're never going to be bad. Like Hal, like Hal's not going to let them you know, get the 75, 80 wins. But I think I think he, if they win 95 games and get
1: home playoff games, I think that's all he really wants. I mean, we could miss the playoffs a time or two. And then like th- they're one signing away from us all being back. Yeah, no. And I mean, 29,
2: tw- 2009, they went on that big spending spree. And like, I just don't think anything like that. I, I don't think anything like that's coming. I think they're going to give judge 300 million trade for a number four starter and whatever. And that's it. Like, that's what I think the off is going to be. And I guess Rizzo.
1: Yeah. I mean, then, I mean, yeah, we're fucked then. You know, because all right, because we don't have like we don't have a closer. One of our closers was an all star. But like is Wandy Peralta our closer? No, no, no. The bullpen has
2: a ton of question marks. Ideally, well, green's going to be green will probably be ready around, you know, first half of next year. But he's a free agent. You, You think, you know, fingers crossed that King. The King is back. I mean, look, I, I kind of poo pooed it at the time, but that ended
1: up being a huge, huge, huge loss. The King Yeah, I mean, joined. a lot of things didn't go our way, but yeah, I mean, Chad, Chad Green in June off of Tommy John surgery as a free agent is not the <laughs> difference maker for us next year.
2: No. Nah. What about Ben Intendi? Any shot? Like, my fear is they're just going to say, oh, sorry, we had to use all our money for Judge. Can't do anything else, but like, i love to resign sign Benintendi. I think he's, you know, it sucks he really didn't get to play,
1: but contact guy, great fielder, clutch. I would want them, if the Yankees didn't trade for Andrew Benintendi, I'd want them to be interested in him, so I'm with you. Like, yeah. it's not just because he was here for a few games. Yes, yes. I think, like, yeah, they should, that's, you know, something where you, you try to kick the tires on. Um And you hope he had a good experience being around the team because like losing and like getting injured and like missing out on things as a part of one of these teams. I would I would be like, I don't know. Do I want to resign with it? Yeah, it wasn't. I mean, yeah, he played for he basically got here when we were sucking. Then he got hurt and they lost. Yeah, couldn't have been. been It's not like, oh, I I felt like we were one step away because you did it like this. I mean, the series was just so bad. So like, okay, so we've got to figure out. Left field, right field, first base, probably shortstop, third. We want to figure out third. I'm talking. We have to like. We have to make decisions at first, left, right, closer, probably set up, and we have. We're losing Tyone.
2: Yeah, he's gone. There's there's no way they're gonna re-sign him, right?
1: I don't think so. I think if they like re-sign him, the problem is like re-signing him does feel a bit like a well, he. Well, he already knows how to get to the stadium.
2: Yes, he's he's a number three. He's a number three, number four starter. I, I don't think they're gonna re-sign him. I, I think they really believe in their internal pitching, and like that is one positive thing. It seems like for the most part, they have figured out the pitching side of things they did pitch pretty well in the playoffs they just they just didn't hit rotation was pretty good all year like i think matt blake has figured out the pitching side but like they traded or they replaced the hitting coaches and this is another thing nobody's talking about last year they didn't hit they replaced the hitting coaches you know they bring in these new guys they, they still don't hit in the playoffs like who else are you gonna scapegoat now you just replaced the hitting coach yeah just
1: the this team this unit is not a team we're not one piece away It's not adding that guy who brings the right, you know, a a little timely hitting and a little bit of. um, No, no. Yeah, it's just not. I don't I I don't know that we are ever a rebuild. But. I, I don't think we should win the Aaron Judge deal on offering the most money no, i I'd go.
2: I'd go to like what they offer and they offered two thirteen in the regular season i I'd go up to like two forty maybe I, it's not worth like, look, it, it's like with Cano. they let Cano walk and they suck for a couple of years and it kind of sucked. but then they it ended up being better in the long run, probably. they had more flexibility. They brought in some better players like if they let judge go, it'll suck for a year or two, and then things will get better. and like, yeah, the little kids won't be able to do the all rise stuff. And they'll have to get rid of the judges chambers, but long-term it's probably going to be better. Like we've already done this. We've done this with a rod.
1: Yeah. Cause he's not going to be a rod at least, you know, a couple years in by this point in the a rod experience, we had our world series. Yeah. At least he can, won once. And you can't say that judge isn't surrounded. Like we got Garrett Cole. We got Anthony Rizzo. We, we got Stanton. Oh yeah, no, for sure. No, this this is Judge is the main
2: culprit for them getting eliminated. There's no question. Anybody that tries to defend him is just is just a moron. Like it's clearly on him, but Stanton too, we shouldn't we shouldn't give him a pass. Like he sucked too.
1: Oh it, yeah, it, yeah. Yeah. I don't think we should pay Stanton a penny more than 22 million.
2: But it's different because what people don't understand, like they complain about the Stanton contract, twenty-two million cap hit is is half of what Judge is looking for. Like they're not even Judge wants forty a year, man. These these aren't even comparable to money wise for these two. I
1: don't think that that's going to be out there though. I don't think some team is just going because like look at like Robinson Cano was supposed to be on that Mariners team this year, and it feels like he's been gone from there for forever. And I think he's still getting paid next year.
2: Yeah, he, one more year. I, I feel like it'd be either the Giants or the Rangers, probably. Uh, and if they want to do it, like, fine, man. Like, I, I just, like you said, he's never won anything
1: Here's for the thing. Like, A-Rod, at this point, like, we had gotten the World Series. He won an MVP early on. Won two MVPs. Yeah. Well, he, he got one oh, like, right away. Yeah. So he had two MVPs. He played every day, and like at the end though, like a lot of people really fucking hated him. Yes, and he had all of that goodwill. Mm-hmm. Aaron Judge is just going to be an old guy who ruined our organization. <laughs> like at a certain point, that's what he becomes. Yeah, the World yeah. Series. What's the redeeming thing? What are the days we're remembering? This time we didn't win the World Series. Or the other time we didn't win the World Series. Well, that's really going to bite them as there's going to be no no more reunions or,
2: or celebrations to do. And again, this falls back on Cashman. I mean, I, obviously I'm not I'm not there, but I'm sure there were opportunities to lock him up to one of these team-friendly extensions after 17, after 18. But they were greedy and they wanted to keep him on the minimum and they kept kicking the can down the road and now here they are. And Cashman misplayed and miscalculated
0: another situation. <laughs> Just go to indeed.com slash blue wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash Bluewire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed.
1: Yeah, he's I mean, I think we've got to uh I, I think we gotta let him go. I think we we gotta I make mean, a no choice. Judge, if Judge wants to come back. Because here's the other thing is judge wouldn't talk during the season because he didn't want the contract to become a distraction. The contract was a distraction the entire season. Oh, yeah, it was. <laughs> it was like, and you, you hear what he said last night, too? I always said I wanted to be here. And, uh, you know, now I'm a free agent.
2: Yeah, it, it, it was reminiscent of Cole putting on the Boris hat, like not that bad, but it was yeah. definitely not. Uh, he seemed he seemed irritated. I think it's going to be ugly. I think he's going to. I think he's really gonna try and play hardball with cash, but like you said, I don't see other teams really lining up lining up to give him three hundred. And and honestly, the one good thing about Cash is, is because he's such a stubborn prick, he is gonna wait it out. Like he's not I don't think he's just gonna jump and give him three hundred. Like if, if Judge can't find two seventy, Cashman's like Cashman's only probably gonna match what's out there, I guess is my point.
1: Well that's what I'm saying, we we don't need to be the the biggest contract. The problem is
2: if he like, do you remember with DJ when he's like, well, we can't do anything until we take care of DJ. Like if that that
1: holds him up, then we're in trouble. Yeah, no, I mean, I hope that's why we need a decision like soon on Cashman. There was a rumor like a month ago that he got a new deal, but nothing came. came You really think this is like a possibility? The Cashman, dude, I don't think
2: there's any chance that he's not back. You think Hal Steinbrenner has the balls to fire him after he's been with the organization for 40 years no way
1: we just got embarrassed like everybody embarrassed last year by Boston this isn't just we th- last year you could say there were there were excuses there was the like oh we're just coming just coming back we're it was still a weird season you know at the beginning yeah. who knows Da-da-da. And he's got another year left on his deal. Now it's like he doesn't have a contract. He's not under the employee of the New York Yankees anymore. I know. I just – I don't – it's one of those things like
2: I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. What, yeah. what do you think of the odds like if you were handi- – like
1: 50-50? If I were handicapping it, I don't – like I could see it being 50-50. Like, I, wow. I really could because, because he's also out of contract. So yeah, if no. there is a like, hey, Brian, you know, maybe this is how nut-up uh, moment. Are you actually going to own the team at some point?
2: Yeah, yeah. Again, I just I, – I don't see it, and I hate when people say, oh, but who are you going to replace him with? Again, I'll use the same analogy. If my car breaks down on the side of the road, you know, I, maybe I don't know how to fix it. I'm not a mechanic, but I know, I know I need a new fucking car. Just because I can't name the replacement doesn't mean – you know he needs he doesn't need to go.
1: I hate that. Yeah, that's what I mean. I've always said just because it's not my job. Your, just because someone's dating your ex doesn't mean you should have stayed with her. Right. Right. You know, oh, he'll have a lot of opportunities. Yeah, he'll have a lot of opportunities. Good for him.
2: Yeah. No. And the one guy that does have a one guy that does have a contract is Boone, and I am a hundred percent sure of two things. Number one, Aaron Boone is not the best guy for the job, and he made a bunch of mistakes this series. But number two, he wasn't the main reason that they lost the series. Do you, do you agree with both of those?
1: Yes. So here's what I could see happening. You give you, – you don't bring Cashman back. And now maybe Cashman's in the organization, but like this – these responsibilities are going to someone else, right? right. You bring whoever that is in. And unless they are a big name, if it's like if it's the OF scene, do whatever the fuck you want. You know, here you go. Go nuts. If it's not, then you say, like, hey, we're going to give Boone one more year. You start to figure out what you want to do here. You got to make a decision on Judge. We got 90 million coming off the books next year. See if you can win with this team and this guy. And if not, we'll do something else. Because he's got what, three years left? He's got two and an option.
2: Okay but i think it was very telling i mean the players openly questioning him like clay holmes hey i was available i was ready then luis severino saying hey nobody nobody should be down nobody should be unavailable if you're on the roster in game 3 of a 1-1 playoff series like they're openly openly yeah. defying him which i think is a big deal
1: i think he and then i think he took that out on bader so uh with the text messages yeah which was which that was bullshit which like i don't know maybe i miss it i don't I remember Bader like being an issue that he didn't know he was batting lead up, lead off till like right before the game. It, it must have been, and I think the reason people were
2: frustrated is like Boone defended Sevy after he didn't know what time the game started. He's defended these guys that haven't performed all year. Bader was the one guy that fucking shows up in the postseason. You you pick him as the guy to throw under the bus. Nothing that Boone does really really makes sense. And uh, yeah, and wait, take, I'll let take, you react to that. And then taking out taking out Cole. Well, that was – again, if you're going to take out Cole, go to your best reliever or your second best reliever or your third best reliever. They went to their fourth best reliever. I mean what – what do you think? It Like it's just – when when guys in the bleachers or sec, or you know the upper deck can make better decisions than the manager on the team, it's a problem. I guarantee if you pulled that stadium, 95 percent of the stadium would have said either let Cole in or bring in Luizaga. Guarantee
1: it. Yeah. You leave Cole in. Like – you leave call. That's what this is why you have this fucking guy. It's not 96 pitches. Um, I guess earlier today on his show, Michael K said, if I'm the owner of the Yankees, Hal Steinbrenner, I'd be red hot. I'd call Brian Cashman and the front office into a room. I've spent more than a billion dollars on analytics and can't even make a World Series. This is unacceptable. There's something wrong here. Dude, Michael
2: K's been on one recent. Like, does that. And that is different than recent years. Like usually, he's more of a company guy, I would say, than than this year. He seems to be really letting loose, and he did it after game three. He, him and Jack Curry, they were all ripping. They were all ripping Boone.
1: Yeah. He also said about um, Aaron Boone, how can you be that tone deaf? Are you out of your mind? How could you <laughs> do that? Talking about showing them the '04 collapse. Well, that was just. I mean, I, I don't even know what to say.
2: And Boone, the whole thing that people love about Boone is, oh, he reads the room. He's got a feel for people. No, he fucking doesn't if he was showing them, oh, four highlights. I mean, what?
1: yeah, this is, I mean, it has seemed really, like, desperate the last, I don't know, probably four weeks. Like, he he was losing this team. And the dude, I mean, you can't be, it is the most
2: loser thing ever when, when they were blaming the roof. I don't even know if we've talked about this. We've done so many of these, like, one-off Yeah, we have it. We, we haven't. They were all, oh, we got lucky. Oh, the, the judge's exit velocity was higher than Bregman. I mean, guys, this is a results-oriented business. I, I You guys are supposed to be alpha males, do, captains of industry, and you're whining about wind and exit velocity? that I was embarrassed. Like, I was embarrassed as a
1: fan. So I, I was embarrassed as a fan by them making up those excuses. I'm embarrassed of other fans. Like, yeah. the people who are going out – so, listen – the Phillies fans, the Mets fans, you know, everyone else uh is talking shit, especially leave the Phillies out of it for now. Mets fans, Orioles fans, Red Sox fans are all talking shit today. And they should. Because we are in the exact same seat. We're right next to them. We're all losers. To see Yankee fans going back and forth well, we had Judge hit 62, we had the MVP. I don't care. We can't. None of that means anything. There's only one thing that matters, and it's winning the World Series. And the reason that that's the only thing that matters is because we have lost five straight championship series. No team has ever lost five straight championship series.
2: Yeah, no, it's sad, man. Like, I don't feel I can defend them. And like, to be honest, it's been ingrained in my blood since I since I could walk to defend the Yankees. They are living in Philly. Everybody was – and all I did was defend them, defend them, defend them, like a badge of honor. And now I'm just sitting – I'm like, I can't defend these guys. They're making excuses. They're, they're talking like losers. They kind of gave up too. And in 17 and 19 when they lost, like they battled. They battled back a little bit. There is nothing to defend with this group. And And the crazy thing is like they just seem – they seem content. Oh, it didn't go our way. You know, like they
1: don't really – they didn't really seem that broken up about it. Because there's been no, like, there's been no consequences. No one has lost a job. Like, there, yes, yeah, some of these guys were around in 17, and Girardi didn't get picked up. But, like, Girardi had been there for a long time. So these guys weren't, none of the guys that are here now that were there then, which is only like two or three guys, were attached to girardi boone is their guy boone was their manager mm-hmm. if boone had been let go before this season I, it'd be a shake-up but they've just seen the same guys yeah some coaches have changed same manager same gm we've made it just as far as we did back then so we're
2: still making it far yeah no no accountability um like you said the coaches but yeah there's just a and again the organizational chaos the other thing that the um Guy on Twitter, Playoff, Playoff Tanaka. I think he works at um, John Boy Media. He tweeted out – it was like the ages of the top guys in the front office of the Astros and the Yankees. Oh, yeah. How Did long have they been that? there? Yep. Like we have Gene Afterman hired in 2001. Michael Fishman hired in 2004. And the Astros have all of these 30-year-old – you know people my age that were hired in 2018,
1: in 2019. Like we have dinosaurs in the front office compared to them. Yeah, and I think we really like – that highlights – not just like, oh, we have a turnover because it used to be like a like, guy was in baseball for forever because finding baseball talent was about like, you know, chewing dip and and riding around the middle of the country watching high school games like that's what it was. It's like that movie Trouble with the Curve. Yes. Uh, um But it's a different game now. You know, it's like, you know, that scene in Moneyball. I point to you. You talk like. It, I. We're measuring on if a guy's got an ugly girlfriend and what that means for his confidence level. I mean, I guess, yeah, we're spending on analytics because we have. But like, look at Matt Blake. We brought in an analytic guy, let him do his analytic thing. He's younger. Great results. On
2: the pitching side, but from a
1: front office perspective, yeah, no, that's like what the, I'm saying. yeah, the guys we don't
2: see suck. Like we we're just bad at analytics. Like I keep seeing, oh, like we're doing too much analytics or we need to do more of that. No, we're just bad at it. The Astros algorithms or whatever, like their computer geeks are better than ours. The Dodgers computer geeks are better than ours. The Rays' computer geeks are better than ours. Like, yeah, you have to do analytics. We just suck at it. Well, the
1: thing is, even when we're investing in it, we're getting the data. The people on the receiver when the data becomes a human, mm-hmm. we can't do. It. We can't interpret it. Yeah, no, and I don't know what they're, you know, what what
2: they're looking at, but no, it's gotta, it's gotta change. And again, like you just see, they're doing the same thing. They're losing in the same way every year. They're just every year the bats disappear. The past five six years, I think that's that's why it's frustrating. It's like it's not like different things are going wrong. It's it's just the same. Like I guarantee this, if 2019 or 2017 or 2018, if we were doing this podcast, this would basically be the same kind of conversation on what happened. Oh, the bats, the bats disappeared again.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, and I get it. I guess maybe if we had, you know, signed Correa, something's different, right? You know that's an extra thirty million dollars, What was our our payroll
2: to flip Donaldson? Yeah, I mean if they just if they had done that instead of the IKF trade, if they just signed Correa and I don't know filled in a third baseman from or and just kept and then
1: G- so then we have still got every you know every two strike pitch in the dirt hitting the backstop because you still have Gary Sainz.
2: Well, the Trevino trade was separate. You could have still made that trade and brought in Trevino would we and cut have? Gary.
1: I, I don't know. I don't know. So you know there's a, a lot of like what ifs to the whole situation. but I just don't the guy who we gave for years, you know 200 million and now we gave him, what was our final payroll for the year? I think like 246, 256, yeah. something like that. The difference would have been 270. you know, how, how much more money you're gonna give this guy to spend? We just got beat by a team that is 70 something million dollars less than us. We got pushed to five games by a team that spent three dollars and fifty cents on their team. Which we really should. I mean, that was
2: and I, I know we won that series, and you know what, like there wasn't even a fun moment in that series. Like, look at that Guardian series. Where where like there wasn't the Didi Homer and the wild card Gamer or, or the Greg Bird home run against Andrew Miller. Like we didn't get even one exciting moment in the playoffs.
1: Sucked. All yeah. of the playoffs sucked. It wasn't fun at all. I hate seeing Phillies fans having fun. It's the worst. Dude, you know what's tough about seeing the Phillies fans
2: is like – like I live – I'm kind of on the outskirts at, at this point but still around mostly Phillies fans. Like these people were not watching games over the summer. They averaged like 18,000 fans a game at Citizens Bank Park. I go to bars here in the summer. The Phillies weren't even on the TV, and now they're like dancing around. It's just like – I think it, the frustrating thing is like we put so much into this. Me and you probably combined spent a 1,000 hours – invested Easy. in the Yankees probably Easy. 500 hours each and then you see people that watched maybe seven or eight games this year getting hyped about the World Series it's impossible not to feel bitter Kyle Schwerber was riding the Xfinity Bowl last night they're just having fun man it's, just it's having a silly goose time we're having we're having no fun do you think to be honest I, I think there's actually a good chance they take down Houston they seem to really have the they seem they, to have it going on
1: so like yeah they've got like the juice they've got the flow They've got the team chemistry, like all of that stuff, all the all the intangibles they have. I it feels like Philly already won the World Series. Like it does, sitting, it doesn't it? Doesn't like it? They've gone like we're t- <laughs> greasing the the poles. Uh, so if you, I mean, I'm sure it's everywhere now, but in Philly it became a thing of like when there's championships climbing the poles on Broad Street, so they grease them up so people won't. They still climb them anyway, people fall, they get hurt, people get arrested, whatever. Um I think I think Houston just fucking demolishes them. Really? Okay. Gotcha. Like they went out. I mean, Kyle Schwarber is doing like a uh Mike Napoli esque tour of bars before the World Series. It is funny
2: because it's funny you said that because last night I I almost had to like stop myself. I was like, wait they they didn't they didn't win the World Series like I'm getting Snapchats and people are running down Broad Street like you would have thought based on the reaction and I almost had to I was like wait they haven't they haven't won yet. Yeah, like nothing's happened. <laughs> it is like, funny. No, I mean they like it is the thing is I think that helped them a lot is like they played these teams like the Braves and the Padres that are from the South or the West coast. And they're not used to these tough kind of East coast crowds. The Astros have played us in the playoffs. They've played, they've gone to Fenway. Like they are not going to be intimidated by you know, the guys from Delco. At, no, at, at not at
1: all. Like I think Houston is Houston's at home. This is a been there, done that like team. Cause even though they've turned over a lot of guys, they still have a lot of veteran leadership that won that one world series has been to the world series These guys have sprayed so much champagne on themselves in the last six years. Like it's not like anything. It's not that cool. Yeah, no, and you got
2: to think like they lost to the Nationals. They lost to the Braves. I think both in six or seven games. Like you got to think like they 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 should be as locked in as they've ever been.
1: Yeah, and no one got off that plane and headed to a club last night. Yeah, I didn't. Like they they probably drank a little bit. At, you know, like they drank at the stadium. They probably had drinks on the plane and then they landed and they went home because it was like whatever time the Phillies played a two o'clock game. They're out all hours of the night. And yes, they have time to recover. Yes, they're athletes, whatever. Maybe they get a workout in tomorrow uh, and. I don't know when they fly down there. Maybe they fly down Wednesday, or I don't know if they. I think the longer
2: there. gap hurts the Phillies too because they yeah. they're gonna like they're like to try to recreate that momentum, you know. Whereas the, the Astros, Astros haven't have, lost the game. I know. I know the it's playoffs. Crazy. I know. I know. No, it's and just, like yeah. they're, they're,
1: they're, they're Verlander.
2: Yeah, <laughs> he's so good, man.
1: Yeah, Verlander at home in the World Series. Yeah. No, they. they
2: they, they probably, they probably will. So you won't watch, you won't watch any of it, you said?
1: No, not at all. I won't see a pitch. <laughs> like, I have no interest. I, I won't know. In a week, like, you could text me, and it'll be, there's a good chance, unless I stumble into it somehow, that I have no idea what, like, what network is broadcasting it. That's, but like, are you going to go on Twitter and stuff?
2: Are you doing like a full shutdown or just not going to knock No, I mean,
1: I also see it on Twitter, but like, I'm going to watch, I'm going to go back to spending time with my wife. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like we're going to watch unsolved mysteries on Netflix. We're going to watch the watcher on Netflix. I've got movies piled up that we haven't been watching. Um, Yeah. And like, that's going to be at least my next like two weeks. Yeah, I don't know like I'm sure
2: you have like kind of like a uh, almost a routine, but I almost have a routine when the season ends where like I start building a list of like all the things I've neglected, you know, for baseball and it's like, yeah.
1: "Oh, I have to do this now." Like I, you know. Yeah. Like I've got um well, yeah, like this what it is It's my marriage. Like <laughs> rather <laughs> why would to not make my wife just scroll TikTok while I fucking curse at the TV? <laughs> Or there won't be a if we're watching something, there won't be a laptop next to me. You know? No, yeah. Um it will. So when do you when do you think uh when do you want to do this again? I know
2: we always do we'll we'll, we'll need to decompress a little, take know. a break.
1: I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll see if maybe if something big happens in the off season, like we'll pop on. Oh, uh, if Cashman
2: like doesn't come back,
1: I, I will jump on in a week or whenever that happens. Yeah. That, yeah, that would
2: be big, Cashman or Boone. Otherwise I'm probably like December, we usually do. Yeah. Yeah, well,
1: I can't believe that these guys fucking did. Dude, I know. Like, it's not even that they lost. I'm not, like, shocked that they lost. Like, losing was just no fight. No fight. We went into game four, and the Giants had more wins than the Yankees had runs. It's crazy. And, like, it wasn't even Sunday. Like, it was Saturday. You thought,
2: like you said, the Saturday juice, the good weather, cold. You thought, all right, they're at least going to not get embarrassed. They're going to give us a good one more fun night at Billy's basically. And they, and they didn't even, they didn't even do that.
1: Like, like by, by Sunday it was a, it was a formality, but Saturday was the day that hurt. Like we ended up through, I don't want to like air out too many people's like things, but we were, we were with Chris long, the NFL player. And he, so he's with us, you know, he's sitting with us. He's with us at Billy's before the great game. great guy, great guy, great guy, super nice guy. Um, and he's excited to like be with us and get this fan experience. Cause I asked him, I was like, how often do you just go to a game as a guy who's gonna just scan a ticket? And he was like, "Oh, like never! Like I'm so excited for this." Um, and there's just, the, for the people who like the, the way he ended up getting there, I was just like, "I wonder if he's embarrassed that like I was like hey, I was embarrassed." With me, yeah. Like <laughs> I did get that 5 a.m. follow back on Twitter though. Ah, uh, that's that's good. I'm happy for you. <laughs> yeah, what am I gonna do with that? I think I told him I hate the Eagles like a hundred times. <laughs> Yeah, no, he was, he was
2: super, he was super cool. He wasn't as raw. I thought he was going to be like super raw, raw Philly. He really wasn't. I forgot that he like played for other teams.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He was like, I was with the Rams. I was rough.
2: I'm just so used to being around like Eagles people that are just, ah, you know? And then I was like, ah,
1: I was like, almost caught me off guard that
2: he, he wasn't.
1: Yeah. It's crazy. But like, yeah, you gotta be, uh, it was just so embarrassing. Like the whole thing, like people, you know, you started a new job this year. I started a new job a couple months ago. So you meet people at work. They get to know you. One of your big things is Yankees. You're on video calls. You get Yankee shit all behind you. I know. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad you brought that up because I think this this is what
2: makes it tougher for me is like I'm not making nobody should personality. We're the Yankees guys like I go somewhere. It's the first thing. and, And you and you talked about it like Jamie and I are going to some outdoor some sort of music thing at the local farm or whatever on Friday. And I know as soon as we get there. How about those Yankees? What happened? And like that's the word – like we can't really hide from it,
1: Yeah, guys no, like I'm me. I'm going to hear – so that's – I'm cheering for the Astros. I'm 100 <laughs> percent. I am diehard. I might get like a Nolan Ryan jersey. <laughs> like it was my favorite years of Andy Pettit's career was when he was with Houston because um, I just can't have these people. Like I walked into daycare today. And all the teachers have their Philly stuff on. Dude, it's brutal. And they know the Yankees thing. So one teacher, like, said something. Was like, "Oh yeah, you're Yankees." And if it wasn't like you're gonna hold my baby all day. (laughs) Yeah. What do you usually say? I'm. I'm. You're you're pretty. I'm just like yeah. You know, I just like I let it go. I'm just like yeah. Like if the Phillies win the World Series, there is no rebuttal to the people locally. Right. It's Like yeah. Like, I'd still rather be me than you. Like, sometimes I just get mean like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I start telling, start telling daycare teachers that I pay their salary. <laughs> like, I'm a white woman who got pulled over by a cop. <laughs> many Zinfandels. Uh, now, no. I saw all the Philly stuff, and I did. I felt like a white woman in the Midwest just found out that they were doing CRT. I just, what do you doing? It's Philly stuff. Call it it is. And it's like because like
2: it's weird because you don't see any of it, even in the summer, like during baseball season, like you don't even
1: see Philly's hats really around. You here. have to be like there is the occasional I'll drive into the city at like four thirty to like pick up my brother who lives there. So and I'll I'm on Broad Street. So I see a couple in their T-shirts walking to the train.
2: Yes, yes. The, that's, like that's yes. it. But like I wear – like I'll wear Yankee stuff to just go out, you know, any – not even when I'm going to a game. You
1: yeah. never see that with the, with the Phillies. Yeah, no. You see it's way more Eagles. Yes, yes, yes. But yeah, no. During the summer, yeah, you catch like the occasional you're in Acme, you see a guy in a T-shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like it's still to the point where it's not enough. I haven't adjusted to this yet. Like when I lived in New York, if I saw someone with like a Phillies shirt or especially like Drexel – it triggers like, oh, I know that because I live there. Yes, yes,
2: yes, yes, yes.
1: And I still do that. I'm like, oh I, oh, I forget that we're here because it's not around me all the time. Like it will be for the next week.
2: Right, or right.
1: F- hopefully like four days.
2: Yeah, no, we'll, we'll see, man. It sucks because like I hate like it's like it's like the Astros players. I can't stand. And then these Phillies front runner fans. I can't. It's just it's a lose lose.
1: I am a like whole. Like I, I've always been like whatever's the furthest west. That's the easiest for me. I'm not going to see them because, like, yeah, I see, like, some people. um, There's Frankie too loud. And um, the other guy I know is real. I know his government name. I forget what it is right now. Can't hold me or whatever. They argue with fucking Astros fans all the time. Yeah, yeah. I don't do that. They enjoy it. Yeah, it's fine. Good for them. (laughs) I don't interact with, like, any Astros fans or anything where, like, you know, Someone fucking wants to reply to something else. They're like, "Well, I'm an Astros fan. I don't give a fuck. Go nuts." But Phillies fans, I'm gonna have to see.
2: Yeah, it's
1: a difference. What what can make your life the
2: most pleasant, or yeah, or the least unpleasant? I guess. Yeah,
1: like I don't need like my in laws saying shit. I don't need like dudes I went to college, um, you know, that I don't really like in real life anyway. (laughs) You know. Bro, well, my fucking Phillies, bro. Why are you Yankees? I'm just like, dude. I'm gonna tell your wife you cheat on her.
2: Like, I know. It's like you're just ready to go. You're just ready to go scorch Yeah. yeah don't
1: don't make me tell them about fucking Tony's bachelor party in Costa Rica.
2: Uh, this was helpful, man. This this is definitely this is definitely helpful. It's been rough.
1: So. And thanks to the listeners. Thanks to the listeners. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thanks to the listeners. We've been up there twice in the last week and, like, kept running into people, uh, which was awesome. I think when you're not at GameStop, like, I used to go to – I live in New York and went to 40 games. So I'm seeing people all the time. When you're not there, like, you forget, you know, because we're not big on, like, oh, how many people listen this week or whatever. We're not in there, like, checking it out constantly. Um, We're just trying to make, like, fun content. And uh, a lot of people appreciate that. So we appreciate that.
2: Yeah, a couple a couple guys that are, you know, constantly, you know, DMing and just and just being really positive. Uh Jeffrey, this, is this guy Tanner, and then this guy Peter thanked us today. Thanks to everybody, and thanks to everybody who listens. Always it's always cool getting recognized Tanner in the lives stadium in and Nashville. stuff.
1: He lives he lives in Nashville. He's got to associate with Frank Marco in real life. <laughs> and I think he's a, I think he's a South Dakota guy. Maybe it's a different Tanner. We've two yeah, 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 might have might have
2: two. Uh um, wow. But yeah, no, thanks to, and we will be back. We will be back in uh, December
1: or whenever. Uh, yeah. Well, we will not see you at the parade.
3: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why?